Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Burgundy Gold Knuckleheads podcast. And as always, after a win with a, a big smile over there, is my main man, Reggie. What's going on, Reggie? Kenny, Kenny, what's happening, man? What's happening? Hey, man, it's a, it's a, it's a good day, right? It, it, it's, a, it's a happy Monday. That's right, man. It's Victory, it's victory Monday. So Victory Monday. Um, um, so I hope you can hear me very well, man. We had some little te- technical difficulties over here, so I might sound a little little different on my end, but I didn't want to miss the opportunity to engage with our fans and talk to them a little bit about our trip to Houston. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but we'll, we'll get into that. And uh, but just real quick, a little business that we need to get out of the way. Um, if you're listening to us on YouTube, uh, please like us and subscribe to us. And that way, whenever we, we go live or we drop these, uh, these videos out on YouTube, you'll get notification um when these come out um and that type of thing so just wanted to get that out of the way um but your boys your boys were actually in houston this past weekend um making the journey the trip the little four-hour drive down to houston man and what a time we had i mean if if we would have had say like 55 to 65 sunny degree weather you couldn't have asked for anything better, right? <laughs> I mean, the, the trip the, the trip wasn't down there. It wasn't wasn't bad going down. And obviously, when when Reggie and I are rolling down the road, you know, we talk about odds and ends, but we, we're always talking about uh, Washington football. Absolutely, and, absolutely. And, yeah, and we get down there Saturday evening, and right off the bat, there's a a, a commanders rally that uh, the rally captain put together. Uh, yep. But he put it at a at a local, I guess you want to call it a, a sports bar, and man, nice turnout, nice turnout at uh, at that one. I was at the one in Dallas, and the one in Houston had more people traveling. Um, what, what the Houston crowd, and then a lot of people I know were San Antonio. I talked to some people in El Paso that came all the way from there. Corpus Christi, um, of course, us from Dallas. There was a a, a, a big Utah. collection of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I talked to a guy that came from Utah, and of course, there were a lot of folks that rolled in from DC. Um, yeah. I think, I think talking to uh, Rally Captain and some other people, they said that we probably had about three hundred people. Yeah. Um, in this place, and of course, I put the video out um, on Twitter and stuff like that, man. So Burgundy Gold was was deep. There was a. Uh, I was talking to a guy at the at the bar that we were at, and. Uh, he was a Texans fan and he kind of like, he had no idea that we were there. And he said, man, this is impressive. He said, I, he's, he just happened to roll into the bar to just kind of hang out. And he right. rolls in and he see all of these, these commander fans there. And he's, he was talking to me. He said, man, this is impressive. He said, do you guys always roll this way? I said, you know, it varies. You know, I, I didn't want to lie to the guy and make it sound like, you know, we had to kind of follow in like uh the Packers and the Steelers and some of those fan bases. But I told him, man, it's, you know, it's not uncommon to find us rolling deep like this, but, uh, but I I agreed, man, we were, we were in this place and uh, it was fun. It was fun. We enjoyed it. Got to meet a few people as as you pointed out, Uh, found some folks that we had uh, interacted with on Twitter and uh, got to meet some of those folks, take a few pictures with some of them. Yeah. And uh, just just good interaction, man. Just a lot of folks. It felt like family. 
it's the best way to describe it, right? You, oh, you don't, yeah, yeah. Everyone a lot was of, a lot of connections. Yeah, a lot of yeah, connections. Everybody was a stranger, but everybody was supporting some gear in some form of fashion, whether it was Redskins, football team, or even commanders. And immediately you look at you look at them, and there was a connection with, with these people. So it was great, man. I loved it. Loved it. Yeah, Just wish I could do it more often. Right. And and for those that weren't there, I mean, obviously, Reggie told you about the, the, the volume of people, but you would have thought everybody was going – directly from there straight to the game because they had all <laughs> their gear all their beads uh the, you know, hog noses and, and any kind of any any kind of paraphernalia that you're wearing uh whether you paint your face or whether you just wear just a a commander's jersey whatever it was whatever you wear to the game you were wearing there at the uh at the rally uh, a lot of energy uh you know everybody got into a, a hail to the redskins uh song going and yep. it, it, it was a good time it was a good time like i said uh to, to your point uh, met a lot of a lot of good people some people follow us i think we picked up probably a handful of followers there um she did and and yeah it, it, it was good it was good to uh to talk to some but some of the people yeah. so uh uh definitely definitely a good time good time we didn't shut the bar down but we had a good time man people no, think. No, we, yeah. we had we had some other business some important business to attend to on Sunday. So we, we didn't want to go, go shut down the bar. And, uh, <laughs> but, but that was, uh, that was a couple rolled, hours there. Yeah. It was a couple hours at least. Yeah, We, we, we stayed there quite a, quite a bit, man. Yeah. Um, and then comes Sunday, Sunday, a lot of those folks started spreading the word at the rally about the, uh, tailgate. There was a couple of tailgate, couple tailgating of parties yeah. that were, uh, that were going on in the parking lot. And, uh, we went and attended one of those, uh, your boy, he braved the cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Red, Red, Reggie, Reggie was a little, little uneasy about that uh, frigid, <laughs> freezing cold tundra of about forty-five degrees. <laughs> hey man, don't don't forget the wind. Yeah, don't forget the, the wind. Oh yeah, wind chill factor down to wind chill factor down to to forty-three. Um, but uh, oh, I mean, hey, 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 come hey on, man. those if if Reggie can handle that. He sees no reason why the people in Buffalo couldn't go to that game in Buffalo. This is pretty much even even Stephen conditions for Come for on, my man. man Reggie. Come on, man! Why don't do me like that? <laughs> you should have just left at the wind chill, man. You have to say try to make it down, drop just one one two degree, man. But hey, it was cold. It was cold to me. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, he kept on, he kept on up. looking at. Yeah, Reggie kept on looking over his shoulder. I'm like, "What are you looking for?" He's like, "I'm waiting for snow flurries." I'm like, "You, you got another? You got another uh, 10, 10, 15 degrees before it drops to get some snow flurries." Hey, man. man. Hey, there's no secret. I don't do the cold, man. So I was thankful, thankful that the game was in the stadium. What you thought I was looking for? I was looking for those for when we was about to go into the stadium because I know I know it was controlled temperature. Yes, it was in, in the yes, uh, in the stand. But but had some good food, man. Some good barbecue, some brisket and stuff. And uh, that was cool. That was fun. Got to mingle with yeah. some more fans. There were some folks we had seen the night before that was at the tailgate. Yeah, that was another we, fan. That was a, another fan club um, that put it put that um, tailgate. tailgate together, and they supplied all, all the food. I think there's a handful of people that brought in the drinks, but they brought out a bunch of brisket and and the buns and and other side items, and they hooked it up for other fellow commander fans. So yeah. kudos and shout out to them. Uh, they they were inviting anybody and everybody that came, did yeah. did a fantastic job uh, uh, feeding feeding the knuckleheads and other people that were other commander fans that were there. 
Yeah, the hospitality was 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 top notch, man. So those guys was really cool. Make sure everybody got some food and and uh, got got full. You know, they they couldn't affect the weather. It can change the weather for you, boy. But they they made sure I got I got some food in my belly. Well, so. well did you go over because uh, they they had uh, the, the the logs burning where they were heating up some of the food? Did you go put your hands by it and and, and get your hands a little toasty warm right there? No, 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 I didn't do that because I knew if I did, you'd have said something. So I made sure I kept them in my pocket. <laughs> I know you. I know if I'd have been over there all in the in the thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, nope. I just kept them in my pocket, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, the, the fans out there, I don't know. I had one of those uh, foil emergency blankets. I was ready to break out and throw it around Reggie at any moment. Any moment, I thought it might be needed. But, Come on, uh, man! It wasn't, that, it wasn't that bad. I was, I hung in there. But I, I was, was even drinking for you. I was drinking cold water. <laughs> That's right. Well, no hot water. I had cold water. So, so we did good, so, man. So tailgate yeah. was cool. Go ahead. Yeah, and, and it, well, yeah. After, after the tailgate, we rolled on into the game, um, and Reggie and I sat on the home side and wait, waited for everybody to roll out. But man, quickly, quickly. I'm sorry, we're on. I said the home side. We were on the visitor side. We were on Washington Commanders side, and I, the reason why I think I messed that up was because on the Washington side, it seemed like a home side. Right, man. The, yeah. the, the Washington fans were were out in mass, man. It was yes. minimum, minimum half on on the on the uh, Washington side. Half of the fans in the at least in the lower section were dressed in burgundy and gold. It was a pretty sight to see. Yeah, when you're when you're watching when we were in the stadium, uh, once the game got going, um, there were more folks on the visitor side of the stadium than there was on the home side of the stadium. Yeah. And uh, which, which was, which was wild to see, but at the same time, you kind of understand, I mean, the, the Texans are rebuilding their one win team. I, I get it. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, but I saw the uh, presser with Ron and Ron went on to mention that doing his press conference with the media, that there was a probably about 10,000, uh, Burgundy goal, uh, commander fans at that game. And he said he noticed it, the coaching staff. And he said, it's certainly the players noticed it. He said, the players were talking about how the Burgundy goal showed up in, uh, in droves and was representing at the game, man. But like I say, it was a lot of people in there. It, it was a lot of us in that stadium, man. And I saw, I was, I was pleasantly Twitter. surprised. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw also on Twitter that, uh, people said that they can hear, during the broadcast, hear fans, hear us, in this case, like okay. I say, us as well, right, chanting right. defense and things like that on the uh, television broadcast. But uh, it, it, I'm telling you, because we sat on the visitor side, it felt like we were at a home game because most of the folks around us were, you know, were Washington fans. So we was chanting and high-fiving and having a good time when we scored. And uh, good times, man, good times. Yeah, no, it, it, it was really good. It was, it was a really good game. And um, – and we we can start talking some details of the game, but not not only that, but uh, overall the final results and the way the game rolled, man, it was again that was kind of the the, the cherry on top of of the weekend of Correct. you know coming away with a win as as Washington walked away, you know twenty three to ten, uh, quickly jumping out to a twenty point lead at halftime, and. You know the the way the defense was playing, 
you know, at, at halftime, you thought the game was over, right? I mean, it, it ended up basically being over, but, you know, the, they were smothering. The defense was smothering in the first half against Houston. I think at, at halftime, I think that they were minus two or minus four yards in total offense. Um, yeah, they were they were five net yards, right? So not very many, right? Not very yeah. many. Uh, it, it was it was ugly, man. And 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 we've had some bad teams over the years, but I don't think we've ever had a team that that was that bad even going into a half. I mean, we've been blown out before by halftime. I mean, we've had some pretty ugly games, but to have five five net yards going into the halftime was was awful. I mean, we, they were down twenty to nothing. I thought the game would get out of hand. Um, you know, at 20 to nothing, the way the defense is playing and the way the offense has kind of moved the ball a little bit with the exception of the uh, pick six by Fuller. And they come out in the second half and score three points. Yeah. A little bit concerning. Um, but John not, Allen not, talked not, about, not over here, but go ahead. <laughs> John Allen talked about it in the uh the post um the post game in the locker room. He talked about how he knows that the team can be better, we can do better. And he talked about himself included. He said, you know, I, I kind of let up. I think the defense let up. He said, offense, I know you guys are better than that in the red zone. And so, you know, you guys need to score. He literally said, you know, had we played this way against the Eagles last week, he said, we don't win the game. He said, so we want to we want to enjoy the win, but we, we want to stay focused and continue right. to to do the little things so we can continue to be the team we know we can be. So right. not just me, brother. Even John Allen knows that, oh, that yeah. it's not good that they only put up three points in the, in the second half. And the defense allowed um, not only for them to drive, but to get the set touchdown and the late touchdown and then right. that field, field goal. But right, you, right. you're not going to shut those guys out. I mean, it's tough to shut out a team in the, in the NFL. But Yeah, yeah. So, the, um, uh, as we kind of start breaking a few things down, I'll, I'll go over a few of the uh, stats that I – that I saw a handful that stuck out. Um, okay. Heineke had a very average day. He was 15 for 27 for 191 yards. Uh, no interceptions, no touchdowns. Um, and, and as long as pass uh, completion, uh, completion and run was only 19 yards, right? We had two, uh, had a couple of 19 yarders, 18 to 17. Uh, it was it was all a, a shorter game uh, for for the day. Time of possession, Washington uh, handled that again this week with uh, thirty five minutes to twenty five minutes. Um, one of the things that I did see that I liked was Joey Sly hitting his field goals. Uh, he had the the longer one of forty four yards. Still not not compared to last week's fifty eight. And fifty-five, I think it was fifty-four. Fifty-four. But, uh, but 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 we're starting to kind of have a good feel about Joey Sly. Hopefully, he's getting into that rhythm. The the staff is he's had his, his confidence, and the staff has confidence on him. Um, one of the downsides that I saw from our offensive stats this week was on third down. Um, we were only three of thirteen, even though we scored the points there. We were only three of thirteen on third okay. down. All right. Um, and, and one of the things also that I noticed or that I, I noticed on the stats, but it seems like we 
for a lot during the season, even during the game, as I was watching, I was like, oh, it's first down. I wonder what we're going to do. Run the ball to where it was predictable. Right. But I looked at it and on first down, we we passed the ball 10 times, ran the ball nine times. I, I must have fallen asleep. I must have fallen asleep uh, <laughs> nine, nine out of 10 times. I don't know what I was doing. Um Look, looking at other commander fans in, in the stands or something because it doesn't seem like we passed that much but to the credit of um turner it it, it was balanced there on, on first down we i guess weren't as predictable as what i thought we were um huh. you know but it was one of those games man and, and if you know if we're being honest with the people you know we were never threatened during this game we you know, you and I sitting there and talking and laughing and just having a good time. But right. there was nothing. There was never a time where we felt like this is going to be a nail biter. We actually was able to sit back and enjoy victory from start to finish. Um, there was no threat. So, you know, no doubt there's probably a time or two where they ran and we weren't paying attention <laughs> or something like that. We was having a conversation about the game itself or. There's a lot, you know, you guys, if you attend a game live, there's a lot of distractions going on in the stadium, you know, the giveaways and all the stuff on the jumbotron that, that takes place in there. But, uh, but yeah, I didn't realize that either because we do seem very predictable uh, running the ball with Brian Robinson uh, whenever he's in the game because Brian Robinson's never running out the flat to catch a pass, right? It, right. He can. We saw it during the preseason prior to his injury. Yeah. Um, yeah. But once the season started – because Ron had talked about it in training camp. We didn't realize the guy's got great hands. Because they he never asked very him fluid, to do that. Yeah. yeah, they never asked him to do that at Alabama. But he's not he's not catching balls out of the backfield. He's not play action and running out, you know, and or running a real route on a linebacker or just catching in the flat. None, none of that is part of part of his game uh once the season started. But but nonetheless, it is what it is. It's part of our, yeah. our identity to uh, pound the rock and then try to let the uh, play action game come out of that. And we saw a little bit of that even on, even on Sunday, but yeah, whatever they're doing, man, just keep it up. Yeah. It, it, just keep well, it up. And, and it's sometimes, you know, when you're winning, little things tend to go your way. Right. And, and when you can't, when you can't seem to find a win and you're just struggling all season, every little thing goes wrong with you. A perfect example, both teams, their first two plays were almost identical. Washington got the ball first. They uh, ran the ball for almost no gain, maybe a yard gain. And then Heineke throws a pass that should have been intercepted, right? We, we end up punting. Houston gets the ball. First first play they have, they, they, they run the ball, get almost nothing. His first pass, uh, Fuller jumps that route and takes it for a touchdown, right? Yeah. They're struggling, and they, they can't catch that easy interception. We're playing well, and we catch that interception and take it back for seven. So, right. I mean, I mean, credit and kudos because he read that the whole way. He jumped on it like he was the wide receiver, and, and Houston didn't stand a chance at, at even uh, touching him. Uh, as he broke on it and, and ran the roughly 25, 30 yards for the touchdown. Yeah, I, think, I, think I think it was a 30-something 30, 30 yarder, 39, yeah. I think, if I'm not mistaken. 
But uh, okay. great play by Fuller. Turned out to be his first Absolutely. career first career pick six. You know, he's had some interceptions, but this was his first pick six. So congratulations, number 29, Kendall Fuller, for that. Um, you know, prior to the game, uh, there had been the report that Ron Rivera had made the announcement that Taylor Heineke would be the starter going forward, uh, right. minus unless Taylor starts playing bad. But at this point, it was his his job to lose. Right. Uh, that game was the another win under his belt, another 125K, um, another game where he's buying Jordans uh, for his teammates. I think last week it was for yeah. the old line. This week he's buying it for, his, for the tight ends. Um, this was our fifth win out of the last six. So, you know, good things, man. Good momentum, you know. Cousin Mo is there. So the momentum is there. They're right. playing well. We love to see it. Uh, this was by far Logan Thomas's best statistical game uh, this yeah. season. Uh, this season that he's had, so it, it seems to show that he's starting to get back to the form prior to his his injury. Because man, he made some incredible some incredible catches, and he's a big yes. dude. He's he's yeah. tall. Yeah, it's yeah, that, he, yeah. He had like five catches, but I think four of them were like what I would call clutch catches yeah yeah up high he's or having, he's having up, also up high and reach and yep and do those types of things so um so it was good to see man it was just good to see that the things that we have been seeing over the past few weeks um continued in this game um and one more thing i'll point out is i was just happy to see because i was truly truly concerned not that we would lose to houston but just how the team would look um, coming off the high, uh, playing and beating the Eagles on Monday night. And so I wasn't sure how the team would respond uh, to that. And so it was kind of good to see that the focus remained, the intensity remained. And being at the game, we were able to see, because we were on the, on the visitor side, we were able to see the players still into the game. They were celebrating and, and all the kind of stuff you would expect. Uh, for guys that was that was still there to game and just not figuring this was an easy W uh, against the Texans, so it was good to see, man. Good to see that the yeah. focus was still there. Yeah, and and uh, an observation during the game because you just mentioned the tight ends. You know, we were sitting roughly seven rows back uh, at about the forty-five to fifty-yard line, so we we had a good view of all the players. And when you're that close. And you see them in person rather than on TV. You see the size of these guys, right? The 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 running backs and and why you know running backs are just lean balls, man. The wide receivers, obviously, they're lean, but they're built differently. The the linemen, you see the size of of Leno and and Payne and and uh, Jonathan Allen. But then you see the you see the three tight ends sitting over there. You know Thomas Bates and and the rookie. Man, it was like, hold on, why is there a basketball team on on the football field? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, yeah. I think they're all like six eight, six nine. I mean, they're they stand out. They are some tall, uh, you know, very strong uh, guys. Obviously, playing in the NFL, but but they're a, they're a half a half a head taller than the rest of the team. There's some 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 tall boys there, man. Yeah, John Bates, Logan Thomas, and Cole Turner. Turner, Turner, or, or yeah. some tall, tall dudes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and let me tell you, another guy that is huge is Montez Sweat. For a guy to be yeah. as agile 
and as quick as he is, that's a big dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know how how else to tell you if you've not been to training camp or been around the team to see them um, locally or in person, like some of the fans are fortunate to do. Man, let me tell you, those are, the TV doesn't do it justice. Those are some big, big boys, yeah, man. So, yeah, yeah. So that was cool to see. Um, uh, one more thing I want to talk about uh, briefly here is our defense. And and I know for a while the focus has been on our offense because once the defense started playing well, the chatter just kind of qu- went quiet. You know, no, right. there was no more firing of Jack Del Rio. <laughs> you know, uh, right, right. all of a sudden, you know, the defense but, is playing well. No one's worried about the linebacker we didn't sign in the offseason. Yeah. No one's worried about Tim Settle and Matt Ioannidis anymore, right? So all these things just kind of went hush. And um, uh, but with that, the defense is playing well. I want to show some love to what I want to call the unsung heroes of our defense. Three guys in particular. Okay. The the WWE guy, uh, Ridgeway, right? Mm -hmm. We saw him doing the game with his wrestling move. Right. Right. Then then, uh, Two Hill and Obata. Right. right. I know everybody wants to talk about Payne, Allen, Sweat, and Young. But those three guys, man, have been the reason, in my opinion, that has allowed this defense to come together, to be a good defensive front, and to really hold it down in the absence of uh, the predator, number 99, Chase Young. So yeah. I want to give a lot of love and a lot of shout out to those guys, man, because they have made it to the point where we're not worried over the past few weeks about the defense. Because again, if you have one of those guys or any of those guys not holding their own, then the Payne Allen and Sweat trio doesn't work. Right, right. But now teams are having to count for Obata, Ridgeway in the depth, to heel, Smith. James Smith-Williams, right? Yep. So shout out to those guys, man. And uh, I definitely appreciate them. It didn't go unnoticed by me, so. Oh, absolutely! So I want to, I want to show some love. Show some love to those guys. Yeah, they're they're uh, buying into the system and and excelling. Right? They're. Uh, I, I'm hoping that we can keep them there. You know, I don't know how long all each individual contract is, but some of those they're on a, a one year contract. Um, yeah, they, they might not be getting uh, pain type of money next year but they're going to yeah. get a nice bump uh wh- whether it's with yeah. Washington or whether it's with another team uh they're they're going to help they de- have definitely helped themselves this year um I, I mean speaking I hope of the we're def- able to keep them yeah absolutely uh speaking of the defense uh, they had uh Houston had 16 rushes for 21 yards 21 yards uh five five sacks and I mean, they they were they were in the backfield all day long. Uh, they were what whatever defensive four or five that you that were rushing, uh, they were they they had the they had their way with them. You know, the well, earlier well, in the year how how earlier in the year how the how we talked about our quarterbacks not getting any time, the the, the roles were reversed on this game a hundred percent, and they have been for a couple of weeks. You've seen it kind of building more and more. And man, they, they took it to to Houston this past week. Well, yeah. So you know, to, to, and to your point, right? Damian Pierce 
entered the game on Sunday as the sixth leading rusher in the league, right? And the guy yep. had eight yards on 10 carries. I, I guess they just decided we'll just start running him, right? And I granted they got behind, he had to throw a little bit more. But for the entire game, he had 10 carries yep. for a total eight yards. And that is the sixth leading rusher in the league. Not just one conference that was in the, in, in the league going entering week 11. So, so man, the defense is is playing well, playing well. Yeah, and, of course, and, and, of course, now they're going to get back uh, Chase Young, you know. So, for this game going into Atlanta, the game going into the game against Atlanta um, uh, at FedEx Field. But that's that's a whole nother another topic uh, for, for the pregame for that for the Houston for the Atlanta game. But but yeah, so the defense is, is getting talent back. Right. And then we don't know where Holcomb is, but you know, yep. maybe he'll be back uh, as well. But the defense is getting some more depth and some more talent added to what has already been a a pretty good, you could argue top five level defense over the past five, six weeks. Easily. Yeah, yeah, and that's one thing I was going to bring up is is, and I don't want to go into this too deep or whatever, but as good as the defense is playing, and Chase Young should be coming along as well as Holcomb should be coming back. You know, if if everything if everybody plays their game, right? We're, we we don't need to chase to come in there and be Chase and ten other guys. On defense, we need we need right. eleven guys, right? Right. And and, and Holcomb, you know, be that be that uh, solid, you know, uh, you know, solid tackler, just leader in, in, on on the uh, on the second level. And you know, when, when we start getting into the last three or four games, as well as we are playing, and the addition of these two guys, this could go from a what we're calling a a very good defense right now to a dominant defense that could carry us uh, into the playoffs. Cause for those that aren't looking at the, at the standings, we're one game out of, out of the playoffs right now. Uh, right, right behind, I believe it is Dallas and the giants. Not the 40, uh, not the 49ers. Uh, well, the 49ers are, they're playing tonight, right? They're playing Monday right. night. So that depending on how that game rolls in, but, Considering we play that we still play the Giants twice and we play the Cowboys and the 49ers. I mean, in a roundabout way, we have control of our destiny, right? You you win those four games, period, even if you lose the other two. And I'm not trying to lose the other two, right? But you win those four games and you probably will end up being in the playoffs. So, so what you're saying that, is that's what, you, that's, what you, that's what you always want. You you always want you to control your destiny as opposed to having to rely on other teams losing. And you know you start. And I don't want to root for Philadelphia to beat the Cowboys or Philadelphia to beat the Giants. I want to root for 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 Washington to take care of their own business. Well, Ken, if we get four more wins like so. you predicted here, man, that that means we get the ten. And I know somebody that predicted ten wins this year. I I, I know, know I know a whole I know a whole lot of people. Names. Yeah, I know a whole lot of people uh, five weeks ago who thought that was impossible. Right, there's a lot of people who thought that was impossible. Uh, I, I think I think ninety percent of the people, ninety percent of the Washington fans thought that was impossible. Um, but, but ten wins, but, but, but ten wins turn it around. It could so be, could happen. 
You're telling me there's could, a chance. It could happen. Absolutely. Ooh, Absolutely. Man, man. Um, but one more, one more guy, man. I want to, I want to shout yeah. out one more guy on the defense. And uh, okay. number 22, Derek Forrest made an incredible, yeah. incredible interception um, yes, during that game. And, and, you know, and what would go unnoticed is the play that St. Juice made on the ball, knocking it right. up, allowing Forrest a chance, an opportunity to even make the interception. So yep. shout out to Derek Forrest, man. I appreciate these guys that are getting opportunities, whether it's due to injuries or whatever the case may be, and or these guys are finally getting healthy because I think Forrest got injured. And these guys coming in, man, and they're playing. St. Juice, right? Yeah. Uh, 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 Forrest. Uh, these guys were late-round picks. Uh, yeah. Percy Butler is not getting a lot of talk, man, but on special teams, you can see him, Percy Butler and Jeremy Reeves, number 35 and 39. Seems like there's competition with those guys running down on special teams. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's just like Jeremy Reeves making the 53-man roster for the first time in his career. Percy Butler recognizes his opportunity will come. But right now, I'm a special teams guy, which he was touted as a big-time special teams guy coming out of Louisiana Tech, I think, is where he came out of. He's raging Cajun, right? Yeah. Don't quote yeah. me, but raging Cajun. But, yeah. but man, these guys getting out here. So again, but specifically Derek Forrest, man, taking advantage of the opportunities, filling the gap, man, filling the hole. I think Cam Curl and Forrest is gonna solidify the safety spot, has solidified the safety spot on this team, man. And as long as we stay relatively healthy, Ken, the def the sky's the limit for this defense. So yeah. Yeah. I love it. Love it. And, love it. And, and just as we talked about last week, as they finished the game and they went in the locker room and, and Terry uh, had his, you know, everybody was cheering and, and Ron got choked up because uh, of the, the passing of his mother and how proud he was of the team. And then Terry stepped up and, and gave a speech, you know, it, it, was, it was a victory speech, right? Of, of, of we did it. Don't be, you know, don't doubt us and but we're not done we've got we got to keep right. on working keep on grinding and everything and 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 there was a similar um from from taylor heineke after the game i don't know if you saw the interview but he did an interview right afterwards and 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 he flat out said you know that the defense i mean he, he was giving credit to the defense talked about how the offense you know did okay but they basically left some uh, points on the field that they felt that they could get. And, you know, and, and they talked about, you know, uh, they, they mentioned about him getting the, the starting and he kind of got choked up, you know, because he, he, he still values and treasures what he's doing every single day. He, he knows it, it, you know, it may last another game. It may last another season. It may last another three seasons. It could be over tomorrow. Right. And, and that is his approach. And as a fan, you kind of wish, and, and I'm sure a lot of a lot of the players do, but as a as a fan, you don't see that in the players all the time. And when you see it, you, you can't help but uh, have a have a warm spot for that player. So uh, you know, sh shout out to to Heineke and and Terry and uh, I know. What's the Jonathan Allen has made similar speeches. So, you know, these guys are leading and it's not about them. It is 
every time they talk, it is about the team, about fixing things and and getting that next W and and continue to grow as a team. So I, I, I like that. I, I agree. I agree, Ken. I think um, that the way things are unfolding, we might be a kind of a scary team for some people. Uh, we may not be that easy W on someone's schedule down the road when playoff teams are trying to jockey with playoff implications. The 49ers still fighting in their divisions. We, we're on their schedule. They're on our schedule, but guess what? We're on right. their schedule. Cleveland right. Browns, we're on their schedule. The Giants got you twice, right? Um, and, oh, yeah. And I get it. Yeah, to, to your, yeah, to your point. The Gi- the Gi- yeah, the Giants wish – at this point, the Giants wish they would have gotten us in week two or and week four. That's right. So, you so know, we're not, on somebody's not, not we're the on their schedule too. Yeah. And and I'm not saying that we're gonna go undefeated in these weeks. I'm I'm certainly not implying that, but all of a sudden we're that team that man, they're they're playing good ball. Right. right? And and so now teams are having having to worry about that. So but we'll we'll get into all that as the as the weeks continue to roll. And uh but Great win in Houston. We did yep. what we were supposed to do. Um, we didn't struggle. It wasn't a 17-16 victory like the Eagles did with the Colts. Uh, we actually came in. We put up 20 and didn't allow them to get back into the game. So I'll take it. Win's a win because guess what? Houston wouldn't apologize to us if they had won. So I'm not going to apologize to winning against them. Nope. So, so here <laughs> no, we are. No, not at all. You know, two-game win streak. Hopefully, we go and uh, get this W this weekend against Atlanta, and uh, maybe we'll have a three-game win streak, another three-game win streak. So I like it. I like it. I like it. That's all I got, um, man. Yeah. Before, before we wrap up, only thing I said, we you know we we talked about a lot of people that we met at the rally, a lot of people we met at the uh, tailgate. Um, if this is your first time listening to this, whether you're listening to it on YouTube or one of the podcasts. Uh, platforms um hit us up on twitter uh you, you see on on our youtube feed it, it's our, our twitter handle is duh da two knuckleheads um and if you just search burgundy gold knucklehead podcast on twitter you'll find us uh you you, you see our pictures you know, our kind of cartoonish pictures of, of two knuckleheads there and uh reach out to us let us know what you think let us uh, uh, let you know, kind of just start uh, chatting with us and uh, give us your feedback. It, it was good to meet everybody. I just want to say that again because it yeah. was a good time, right? I, I hope I hope they had as much uh, fun as, as as we did, and yeah, I just can't say say enough of all the all the good people we met this weekend. It was, it was, man, it was meeting good meeting folks, and like, and to your point, the conversations were good. Hopefully, the experience of meeting us was just as good that people walked away like. Man, those guys are some cool people as well. And uh, and like you said, man, it, it was just fun. It was just a fun, good trip. It was a quick trip, but fun nonetheless. Houston was hospitable. You know, again, felt like we had some family down there, um, uh, down down in uh, H-Town. So, man, it was fun. It was fun. And yep. uh, let's do it again, yeah. man. Hopefully soon. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. We uh... – you know, I, I I wanted to start looking. Uh, I wanted to look to go to to DC today to see how much tickets were uh, for the Atlanta game and flights and everything. And I'm like, ah, there's, no, there's no way it's going. It's going to be too expensive. But in, in my mind and but but my mind and my heart, I'm like, 
I don't care about Thanksgiving. I, I care about wins, man. No, no, I'm saying Thanksgiving probably played a role in 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 what you saw oh, on your oh, search. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. Right. Every, every, yeah. That's Sunday, right? So Sunday after Thanksgiving, people traveling and everything. So right, that, right. that's what I was getting at. Yeah, yeah, but I, I said in my mind, I'm like, man, if we could just come up with a get, get lucky on a on a a good airfare. Man, let, let, let's do a, a a quick, you know, twenty four to forty eight turnaround, and we'd be gone, man. We'd be gone. Go. Get, get, I'm ready to get swept up in this, man. So, and I'm sure <laughs> all the every, everybody that's listening, if you're listening, I, I have zero doubt you would like to get uh, caught up in in this burgundy and gold uh, wave that's coming along. So, yeah, I think FedEx is going to be pretty nice this Sunday. I think yes, the excitement yes. is there. It's a home game. I think people realize the momentum is happening. And to your point, I think I think FedEx is going to be pretty pretty nice. So yeah, definitely, definitely. But we'll get in that. We'll we'll stay tuned later on this week. We'll be dropping another podcast as we preview the game at FedEx against the uh, Dirty Birds um, from Atlanta. You know, birds typically fly south for the winter, but in this case, the board the birds and them boys are going to be flying a little north. And we will be waiting on them. We'll yep. be waiting on them on Sunday at FedEx Field, man. So we'll preview that. Be be listening for it. If you're subscribing to us again, you'll know once it drops. Same thing on all the uh, social media platforms. If you subscribe to those platforms, wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, you will get the notification as well once we drop this. So, But until then, stay tuned. We appreciate you listening. Peace out. Peace out, knuckleheads.